Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show, as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is an intentional space for Black women, where we talk about just getting to where the healing resides. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. This is going to be um, another solo episode, but I promise you, I have some other um, episodes coming very, very soon with actual guests that I'm really excited to roll out to you in the coming, um, probably in the next couple of weeks, most likely. But uh, for now, you have just me again, me, myself, and I. So we're going to be talking today about healing. In the last episode, I mentioned that I wanted to just talk a little bit about like, what does it mean to do the work? We talk, you you hear that, right? Do the work, do the work, do the work. So I just want to share some thoughts on that for those of you that are currently going through or you haven't really started your self-care journey yet and you're still trying to put things together. We're going to talk about that today. I'm going to give you maybe about three or four different little takeaways for you to consider as you start to quote unquote, do the work. Before I get started with this episode, though, as I always try to do, I want to tell you what, or excuse me, share with you what I have done for self-care in the last, you know, few days or last week or two. And I can tell you that this week I have still just been sticking to my walking. Uh, I have been sticking to my walking. I'm averaging I mean, maybe like two to three miles when I get out there. Uh, I think the longest I went a a few days ago was about three and a half to four miles overall. I'm really just starting to get back out there with my walking. And it is helping me to really just feel so, so good. Like if you want a mood boost, strap on those shoes, sis, and get outside. I promise you like this walk... (laughs) It it just does something to your spirit. Obviously, it has benefits for your 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 body and mind, all that. But I'm telling you, like it does something for your spirit to get outside, and just feel like you are immersed in life. Maybe it's an introvert thing. I don't know. But for me, getting outside and taking that walk several times a week, at least three or four times a week, which is what I'm averaging, it just reminds me that I'm alive, if that makes sense. I do a lot of things in the house. I'm a bit of a homebody, no shame in that. But when I get outside and take these walks, it re- it just reminds me that I am alive. And that is a really good feeling. It really honestly is. So if you have not been walking for a minute, 
uh, and it's accessible to you because I realize that depending on where you are, there's a fire alarm. Hold on one second. Of course, this happens every time. <laughs> but depending on where you are, you maybe you have to drive a little bit of a ways, or even if it's not a walk, maybe you take your bike. And since the weather's starting to get nicer, or it will be very soon, depending on where you are, um, maybe it's not walking. Maybe your thing is taking your bike and going for a quick, you know, 30-minute bike ride or 15-minute bike ride or something like that. Like no matter what it is. If you get outside and you start skating or skateboarding, I don't know how old how old you are or how young you are, whatever. Um, but just the point is getting outside. Got to get outside, sis. Okay, got to get outside. And some of us, you're gonna be feeling like, oh God, I gotta get outside. And it might feel like a chore until you start to get into a really good kind of like a rhythm. You know, that's typically. Sometimes it takes time to get into a good rhythm or to start developing these habits, right? So if you feel like that initially, or even if you're, once you've been doing it and you start to feel like, oh God, I got to get outside, (laughs) just know that that's normal. I think a lot of us go through that. You're just like, oh God, I don't feel like putting on these damn tennis shoes. Now I got to go outside and take a walk. What? But once you get out there, usually things start kicking in and you start getting that energy when you're outside and you start to feel good. And when you get back in the house, you're just like, oh man, that felt so, so good. Okay. So I promise that is going to be like a, uh, just a really great pick me up just to get outside. Even if you don't walk, maybe you just go outside for five, 10 minutes and just sit on the grass right? Outside on your, if you have like a little garden, go outside and sit on the porch or just get outside, sis, okay? Let the air and the sun see you, all right? (laughs) Because I promise you it's going to do wonders for just your health overall, all right? So that's what I've been doing, just kind of getting outside. And on top of that, let me tell you, honey, not only have I been getting outside, but your girl, I'm like, I've been looking at myself in the mirror, hyping myself up like the body is bodying. <laughs> okay, the body isn't really bodying, but I feel like it is. I still got a pooch, you know, but the booty is starting to, you know, and the thighs is starting to slim up just a smidge. Like I probably lost like uh, <laughs> an eighth of an inch <laughs> off my body. <laughs> A sixteenth of an inch. I don't care what it is. I'm, I look in the mirror and I'm just like, yes, okay, I see you. <laughs> if you think I'm lying, I'm not. I just be looking at myself in the mirror now. Like I swear, after I take my walk each time, I take my clothes off. I'll have like my bra and panties on. Every single time I take a walk, I come and I look at my body in the mirror because I swear that walk be doing something magical. Maybe it just does something in the brain, but I'll be like, okay, sis, look at you taking that walk today. I see that body like responding to them walks. It's just what I do. You got to, hey, you got to hype yourself up, okay? You got to figure out ways to hype yourself up. But regardless, I promise you that walk is going to do you a world of good, okay? Um... All right, so let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I just be cracking myself up. Don't mind me. So I want to talk about, again, like what is the work? So for me, the definition of doing the work is, to me, it means addressing whatever stands in your way of living a life of freedom, a life of liberation, to like a happy life and, and growing through that process. So again, addressing whatever stands in the way 
And then as you're dressing it, kind of just like growing, you know, blooming through that process. That to me really is what doing the work is in my opinion, in my humble opinion, all right? Now I realize that this looks different for everyone, okay? This looks different for everyone. But one thing that I think is pretty universal in my opinion is like before you can do any work, I feel like you gotta be real with yourself. I feel like you gotta be real with yourself and and like uh, like assess, like look at like where are you right now? Like assess where you are right now. Like what habits do you have? Do you even know? I know a lot of times we run on autopilot and this is no shade, no judgment, but these are like real questions I want you to consider because sometimes we just go through life and it's just, we're living a muffled life because we have the cover over our heads and we're just kind of like going through the motions, you know, and we're just, we just end up at this point. You just look up one day and you're like, well, what the hell happened to my life? Can can you understand where I'm coming from? So it's like you gotta like be real with yourself and assess like where am I right now? Like what what habits are am I noticing that are just like mm, those are those are pretty questionable or like what patterns are popping up for you? Um, what health challenges do you have? Like I know for me, one of my health challenges and I have a few, but one of my health challenges is my weight. My weight is definitely like I will know that something is not dialed in like if the weight obviously creeps up on the scale. And I know that I am definitely still healing and I am still um what's the word? I'm still enmeshed enmeshed in certain patterns because my weight has been the same for the last few years. My weight has been the same for the last few years. I'll lose and then I'll go right back to that that median weight, if that makes sense. And so I realize that there are some things that I still need to address. I realize that I still have some patterns and, and triggers that I need to address, continue to address and heal so I can continue so I can move on from this point. So for me, it's one of the things is that where I can tell that some things are not yet dialed in, but I'm moving in, in the right direction, but I know that it's my weight. Um, so that's a pattern for me. But, um, and also another pattern for me, since I'm just telling you all my damn business, <laughs> one of my, another one of my patterns is like, I would retreat every single time a problem popped up. Every single time there was a problem, like in one way or another, I would just like, like retreat or disassociate or something like that. And I would do that out of fear. Like that was my conditioning. Things would get hard and I would like avoid, I would run or, you know, and I've talked about this before, silly me, I would like dig myself further in, like I would dig myself deeper into the hole. Now make that make sense. (laughs) Okay. I would dig myself deeper into the hole, like hoping that someone just out there would just magically come and save me. You know, someone would magically just make things okay. Someone would magically be, magically be like, okay, here says, let me just do X, Y, Z for you. And we going to just take care of this whole situation. But sis, I got to tell you, real talk, nobody is going to do that for you. Okay? Nobody's going to do that for you. 
And I'll tell you, like, if someone does come and quote unquote resolve the problem for you, it's not really going to be them resolving the problem for you. You're still going to have that issue. It's still going to come up. It's 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 going to be a different person, a, a difference, you know, but the situation, like, it's going to be the same thing. That pattern is not going to go away. So someone like, uh, like right now I'm watching, what is it? My 600 pound life. I think that's what it's called. And y'all, first of all, <laughs> this is a, a side note, <laughs> but I'm laughing because I'm I'm just now finding this show. And what's funny to me is the fact that this is about weight loss, which is not funny. But the funny part is that every time I watch this show, more or less, I'm snacking. <laughs> I'm snacking on something. I'm, eat, I'm eating something. Like I will time eating something with watching my 600 pound life. Make that make sense. Anyway, what I was going to say is like the, um, the, the people that... So there's a the person, like, let's say that I was on the show and I weighed X amount of pounds and I'm living with my family. And for me, the problem is, you know, I'm hungry. Okay. Which really isn't the problem, but that's the problem in my eyes. So I'm hungry. And so I'm looking to someone to solve that problem for me by going and getting me this fast food or getting in the kitchen and making me food versus me addressing the issue that's really going on or even me getting up and going to the kitchen and making my own healthy food. You know what I'm saying? So if someone were to step in and solve those problems for you, like, first of all, nobody can do that. Okay. But again, if someone were to come in and step in and be like, okay, let's say you're in debt, right? And you need a thousand dollars to get out of debt, right? So if I gave you a thousand dollars, which is great, okay, if I gave you a thousand dollars, is that gonna solve your problem? No, it's not gonna solve your problem. It is a temporary solution, sure, but it's like putting a band-aid on a nasty, filthy, disgusting wound. That band-aid is only gonna hold up for so long until it needs to come off, and we can see that underneath that band-aid, it's just a whole nasty mess, okay? So like I said, I would just dig myself in even deeper, and I would have it in my mind that, oh, somebody's somebody's gonna help you girl out. Or, or or I will be like, well, this isn't really bad. This isn't really a bad situation. It's it's not so bad. <laughs> just totally in denial. Just totally in denial. And just continue to dig myself in deeper and deeper and deeper. And girl, if that's you, okay? If that's you, th- I, I am not judging you in any way. I want you to know that I feel you 100%, okay? Because I have been there too. Been there done that, bought the t-shirt, wrote the book, rode the ride, like (laughs) been there, done that. But I can tell you that it is possible, okay? It is possible to change your situation. Absolutely. It is definitely possible, excuse me, to change your situation. It is definitely possible to heal from your trauma. It is definitely possible to live a free life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I wanted to say that now, um, looking at my notes, where am I? All right. So let's talk about a few things. This is going to be a really short episode y'all. So I talked about, um, I have to sneeze. Oh goodness. 
we'll see if it comes out. So I talked about, you know, first you have to really assess where you are and really ask yourself, where am, where am I and how did I get here? Where am I and how did I get here? Don't be afraid or scared to assess. And actually, I want to back up. If you feel like you need support in this, there's no shame in seeing a therapist. There's no 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 shame in working through this, this process of healing because some of us, we need more help. Okay, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Getting Get the support you need, sis. Some of us have this insurance and we're scared to, for, for various reasons, we have this fear of reaching out, all right? But that leads me into my second point. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to understand that, yes, you can definitely do a lot of the healing work on your own. And I'm just generally speaking because I know that our levels of trauma, our experiences, like all of that is varied. It's not the same for each person, okay? So generally speaking, yes, of course, um, you can do a lot of the work on your own. There's books out there. There's podcasts. There's, um, what else is there? Classes and courses and, and you know, things like that. Absolutely. But I feel like if you really want to go deeper, at some point you're going to need other people in your life. Okay. Again, not as a crutch, not as an enabler, but to connect with you in the way that you need that connection. Excuse me. So definitely other people are going to come into play one way or another. And here's a note for my introvert because girl, I am an introvert through and through. (laughs) Okay. I am an introvert. Right. God said, let there be introverts. And I was the mold. OK, I, I am definitely an introvert. But to my fellow introverts that are listening and to ever, anyone in general, but definitely my introverts that are listening to this episode, I need you to know, OK, that it is not possible to do this work and to hide yourself from people if you really want to lean into that freedom if you really want that inner peace like that's a part of the work that's a part of the work and that's something that has been so hard for me okay because again there is a lot that you can do but here's the thing there's a difference between being at peace and content right as you're doing this and 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 content and at peace with spending time on yourself or like if like hiding yourself away because you're afraid, right? You're afraid to be yourself around others. You're afraid to look stupid. You're afraid to ask for help. Like you're just fearful of other people. And that hurts my heart because I know that some of us are fearful of other people because of the things that have been said to us or said about us or done to us. Some of us are dealing with, you know, being violated, being abused, okay? Being just physically your body just broken down like or mentally just being destroyed at the hand of someone okay so i get it but there's definitely a difference between that inner peace and inner that just being content while you're by yourself right versus hiding yourself away and i was really good at that by the way but there is definitely a difference uh because you're afraid to be yourself around others and don't want others to see the real you because you've been taught or shown or conditioned that you're bad you're a bad person you're bad you're a bad person right uh there's a difference between being content and spending time with yourself in a healthy way 
okay? Versus, you know, being afraid to, like, you're, like you do this whole self-isolation thing. And so I have to I have to be very careful of that as an introvert, as someone who is, again, doing the healing work, as someone who uh, picked up messages that like my worth was not good. OK, so I, I learned how to kind of withdraw or not kind of I learned how to withdraw kind of like a turtle in its shell or like a little crab or not a crab. What those things called? Uh, I don't know, but. I, I learned how to just withdraw and be very reserved and, you know, things like that. Be very quiet. Like, and I can still do, do it. Like, I can be in a room and you won't even know <laughs> if I wanted to be that way, right? Um, Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code SELFCARE. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So I've had to find a healthy balance between, because I love my me time. I love spending time with myself. Like I, I really have a, I do honestly have a very rich <laughs> world where I spend time with myself, but 
I have to be mindful of the why behind it, if that makes sense. So we need people. We are wired for connection. And that is going to be a part of your healing work. That is going to be a part of your healing. That is a part of doing the work. Okay. Um, Part of healing looks like getting to a point where you have the courage to let people in. Not everybody. It has to be the right, obviously, people. Okay. But we have to be able to get to a point where we can let the people that genuinely love us, genuinely care for us, have shown, you know, that they know how to honor humanity, period. Um, we have to we have to learn how to be okay with letting people in. And again, I know that can be hard for those of us that are used to like if you're used to figuring things out on your on your own, you're used to, you know, doing things by yourself or being alone or you you know you've been shown obviously that black women we don't need help or we those kind of things we don't receive help because we're strong and all that nonsense like I get it I get it I understand why it's hard to connect with people I understand why it's hard to be yourself I get it I get it a million percent but I, I feel strongly that a part of the healing work looks like being in community with other people Okay. Um, something else that I want to say about doing the work is I feel like you need to like know yourself, like really, really know yourself and really, really understand, believe, know that you are worthy. You are worthy. That's been a huge part of the process for me, too. Let me take a quick sip of water. Y'all, hold on one second. And I'm not going to edit this out. I drink water all day, every day. Um, but do you know that you're worthy? Do you know that you're valuable? Raise your hand if you struggle with feeling valuable. Raise your hand if you struggle to even know what makes you worthy, to make to even know what makes you valuable. Raise your hand if you struggle with that. I can't see you, but I know someone's raising their hand right now. I can't see you, but I feel it in my spirit that somebody, maybe several somebodies, are raising their hand right now, okay? The thing is, I'm not talking about how much money you have in the bank. I'm not talking about how much money you can, you know, make at your job. I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about valuable as in like money. Money's great. We need it, right? But that's not what I'm talking about at this point. I'm not talking about the the like money part. I'm talking about the type of value or worthiness like things that you like money cannot buy. Money could never buy. Those things about you that are like a blessing or those things about you that are sacred. This is a big part of the work and honestly it may take you some time to even wrap your head around what makes you worthy, what makes you valuable, what makes you blessed. If I gave you like a minute and said, write down all the things that make you worthy or, you know, right. You, I know several, several of us, excuse me, would struggle to even come up with one thing for a long time, y'all. Like I could not even really think of even one or two things about me that was valuable. 
one or two things about me that was special or worthy about me. I would struggle with that hard. And every time I would think of something, like, for example, it could be, uh, I don't know, it could be anything, something small in my mind. I'd be like, no, that's not good enough. That's no, that's not. I don't think that's really that's not special. Because you don't even do it the right way or you don't even do it perfectly. Like every time, like I in my mind, I would shoot it down. Sometimes we are just our our worst enemies. And we weren't built like that by design, by mind you. So I'm not pointing the finger and 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 shaming or judging. I'm just trying to get you to understand that you if you're struggling with feeling worthy as a part of your healing journey, it's it's I get it. I understand why. Right? But yeah, this is a big part of the work. Um, and it may take you some time to get to a place where you can identify some things about yourself that are beautiful. Honestly, it really could. I could probably look at you if we had a conversation on Zoom, like if you if I coached you or something and you came to me on Zoom and we spent 30 minutes together, I could probably name five things off the bat. It's amazing how others can see the beauty in us that we just refuse to see. Right. So, again, it may take you some time to come with a list, but I would love it if you did. And I would love it if you put, you know, one thing on a post-it and put post-its around your house, put it on your refrigerator, put it on your uh, mirror in your bathroom, put one on your steering wheel, like just little reminders of the things about you. Again, not the money stuff, but the things about who you are that are worthy, the things about you that are beautiful. Yeah, but I could rarely see the good in myself. Um... Or understand that the natural way that God created me to be was a blessing, okay? I didn't understand that I held this wisdom in my bones that could be a balm uh, to someone else's spirit. I didn't understand that the compassion that I have or my sensitivity was a blessing. I didn't realize that the way that even my mind works is beautiful. I didn't know that because... Just the fact that I made it here to live a life like that alone was beautiful and a miracle and and was proof of my worthiness. Just the fact that I'm here, (laughs) okay? And you too. Just the fact that we're here right now in this moment. You are a creation, a living creation, a, 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 a living thing of beauty uh right god's greatest masterpiece so that alone is proof of your worth but yeah i didn't know these things about me so that one was a tough one so i i really want you to reflect on that real talk and see if you can come up with even two or three things and again that your mind may like shoot it down like oh no that's not good enough girl what you ain't worthy because of that. <laughs> like, how many of us have that little, excuse my French, bitchy voice in our mind saying, girl, that's not good enough. Girl, what are you, like, what are you talking about? This ain't, this ain't enough. This ain't enough. <laughs> I want you in your mind to say, make it enough. Like, speak back to that voice. Make it enough. Because it is enough. When your mind says, this ain't enough, you say, make it enough. 
You have to sometimes speak back, excuse me, speak back to that voice, which isn't your voice, but speak, speak back to that voice that wants to continue to hold you down and hold you back and tell you that you're not good enough because you are. And I want to give points to anyone that knows when I said this ain't enough and I said make it enough that that is directly from the movie Friday when Craig, I think, was trying to have a bowl of cereal and there was hardly any milk in the carton and he told his mama this ain't enough and she said make it enough. Okay, fun fact. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah. So just think about your worthiness as a part of your healing. That's that's super important. And then the last thing that I would say, another part of healing and doing the work is, and this is a big one, y'all, like surrendering to joy. Surrendering to joy. This one is huge because black women, like we are usually viewed as like, we're just, we're like the least important people in society, you know, that are expected to do all the things. And as such, like we are so mentally and physically exhausted, too exhausted to even consider our joy, too exhausted to even consider our happiness. And I need you to hear me when I tell you, you deserve to live a life where you experience happiness and joy and peace regularly often, many times, (laughs) okay? Some of us are living this life where joy may pop up, you know, it's like a stranger or something, like someone that you went to school with, you like, you know their name, but you don't, you, you, you don't really see them often. So you're just like, well, Oh yeah, I remember that person. You see him like one day in a grocery store and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember you. (laughs) Like, some of us are, we are, we are strangers to joy. We are strangers to peace. We are strangers to happiness. And this is, <laughs> listen, <clears throat> you deserve to live a life of joy. Okay. You deserve to live a life where you experience joy on a regular basis. And joy does not have to be expensive like Instagram and social media wants you to believe. Joy does not have to be expensive, okay? But when we don't experience it regularly, it's costly. I'm going to say that again. Joy does not have to be expensive, okay? But when we don't feel it regularly, it's expensive. It's costly to us. It's costly to your health. It's costly to your self-worth. Like it's expensive to not experience and feel real, deep rooted, grounded joy and happiness in your body. Joy is your birthright. I read a stat recently that said about 30 to 40% of like happiness is based on genetics and that the rest is up to us. Now, I realize that a lot of us and myself included, like we've experienced depression and things like that. Like there are some things going on in the brain with like the dopamine and serotonin and some other stuff and um, like way beyond my pay grade, honey. This is where you need to get your experts involved. Okay. But um, some of us are really, we struggle with, with, with connecting with joy because we're experiencing depression and exhaustion and, and all these things. Like I said, uh, previously, it's okay to connect with people 
It's okay to have people help you, okay? It's okay to ask for help. So it may look like therapy. It may look like a prescription. And even and keep in mind that even if you do get a prescription for depression, I don't know the names of the different um like the medicine, it, all the names, of course, are escaping me. So I can't think of not even one thing that would be prescribed for uh, depression. But don't like, first of all, don't feel bad for having to get what you need. And second of all, remember that sometimes those things are just to help get you over. Sometimes you may have to be on them for a very long period, but that's not always the case. There's natural remedies and things like that. And again, Find a holistic doctor that can help you with this, okay? But yeah, 30% or 40% of our happiness is like, I guess, coded into our DNA or it's genetics or whatever, but the rest of it is up to us. And black woman, joy is so amazing for our bodies and overall wellness. And you can create joy in your life and you don't need anybody's permission to do this. Um, And when I talk about joy, yes, there will still definitely be other things we are dealing with. There's still going to be other emotions. There's still going to be pain. There's still going to be grief. There's still going to be some things that we have to kind of get through and process because I mean, that is just life. <laughs> That's just life, right? But I'm, I'm, I worry about us because a lot of us, like we're, we were meant to experience like all the feelings. Okay. We were meant to experience all the feelings, but some of us, like, let's say the bad, like I'm doing air quotes, quote unquote, bad feelings are on the left and quote unquote, good feelings on the right. There is no bad feelings and good feelings, but I'm just saying, when we think about bad feelings, we think about grief and, and pain and anger and things like that. And then we think of good feelings like joy and happiness and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So let's just label them good and bad. Again, there is no good and bad emotions, but I'm trying to make a point here. Some of us are not, we're not, you know, getting served from the quote unquote right side or the good side. We are totally dialed into that left side. And all we have been able to experience is the pain, the grief, the, 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 just this lackluster experience. And I, I know that we were not wired for just that. I know that we were not put here for just that. There's no way in hell. There's no way. Okay. There's no way. There is no way. So we need to allow or, or start this healing and start to do the works so that we can t- start tapping into that joy. Okay. We have got to start leaning into that joy because just leaning towards the one side of the spectrum uh, is, is, is that's not a life well lived. Okay. And many of us are leaning towards one side of the spectrum and we feel like regular joy is out of reach. And I'm going to tell you, it's not. Joy can be found in connection, connection with God and nature, connection with ourselves, connection with other people. Um, you know, it, it's, it's there. It's there. So I want you to get rid of this mindset that's telling you that happiness and joy and all these beautiful things are only for the wealthy, only for these rich people, um, you know, because they can buy all the things, buy the new cars, buy the expensive vacations, they're at the, the pool, they're vacationing in some exotic place or like whatever, or their house looks a certain way and they have all these, it's it's all, um, I don't know, it's all perfectly curated and beautiful with the color schemes like yes those are beautiful things 
and you and one day you're gonna be like, well, where is Bree? And Bree is gonna be on somebody in somebody's beach house for a week <laughs> on her vacation. All right. But okay, I want you to get out of the mindset that joy is only for a specific person or for everybody else but for you. Okay? I want you to get out of that 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 lie that's telling you that joy and happiness is for everybody else but not for you. Because that is that is a lie from the pit of hell, okay? That is a lie. And it's not just about the things you can have. It's it, 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 And also, it's not even like just the big things. And the big things are great. Don't get me wrong. But it's not just about that. It's the simple things, okay? Find you some simple things that bring you joy. For me, it is doing my journaling at, at my window where I have all these plants that I'm trying to keep alive. And I crack open the um, the window and I can hear the birds chirping. Um, I try to do it when the sun is just starting to rise. That is beautiful. It's simple. It's easy. Bada boom, bada bing. Something else that brings me such immense joy is feeling the sun on my skin. Very simple, very basic. I know that. But sometimes that sun be hitting me just right and I swear I can feel it in my soul. And it just feels so invigorating and so beautiful. Um, but there's there's different ways to to experience joy in the simple things, the simple, the simple things of life. Okay, I promise you, they're there if you if you're willing to kind of get outside of yourself a little bit and get get outside of your patterns a little bit and just recognize the beauty that's all around us. I know that maybe sounds really cliche, but I promise you it's not. It's 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 there. It's really there. It's really there. All right. So that is it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Hey, by the way, I want to thank you so much for uh, leaving your ratings and reviews and comments on the podcast. Man, y'all sure do know how to hype a sister up. I (laughs) I just want to thank you so much in advance for that. if you have any questions, you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at browngirlselfcare.com. And that is it for this week's episode of the show. I am so glad that you are just the best part of this community. I look forward to speaking with you every week. So uh, I will be back next Monday with another episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Have a beautiful week.